Hey, hey, hey. Welcome everyone. Speak to me as you come in. Sorry for the delay, you guys. I was on a good roll for a while, but hey, sometimes we have our days. So welcome you guys to Emotion Monday. We're going to talk about the topic of the pain of alignment. So first of all, let me get my little uh, disclaimers out of the way. Uh, Emotion Monday is uh, emotion is a play on words, electronic motion. Mondays is where, you know, I try to give people a little push. This is where you may get confirmation on what God is telling me and what he has shared with me. So basically, this is just a boost. You never know what weekend someone has. And this may be just what someone needs. And I've asked God to let me know. Uh, what day to do these and what time. And he specifically gave me Mondays at six o'clock. And, you know, I asked him if he wanted me to continue to do this, you will, he will give me something to say. And if I don't have anything to say, if he has not revealed uh, something to me, then I just won't come on here. So <laughs> I'm just not sitting here thinking of what to talk about. You know, usually it hits me maybe the day before or he'll give me something a week before. But it's definitely this is all pushed and inspired by God. And I also want to uh, thank my podcast audience for clicking play, for sharing, for following. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I take it not for granted that you have found the Psalms of my emotions, um, which I did change the title on here, the Psalms of my emotions ministries. Uh, God was convicting me on it. And again, telling me to call it what it is. You know, if it's a ministry, it's a ministry, you know, because <laughs> I, I, I put God name is in this and I talk about God all the time. I talk about Jesus all the time. And so this is just giving God his credit because this is nothing of my doing. You know, this is all God inspired by God and he uses me, you know, and I, I'm honored to be, you know, used. could use anybody in the world and he does use people. Um, but I'm just thankful to be used for uh, the people of God. So I'm not going to uh, prolong it any longer. We're going to go ahead. You guys know. Um, or may not know if this is your first time here, um, if you're watching the replay, if you're watching live, um, that we go off of a blog. This is how the flow of Emotion Mondays go. I love it because when I write a blog, you know, it kind of keeps me writing. It keeps my skills sharp, you know, because I'm a writer by by gift. You know, I can I can pretty write um, pretty easily. You know, I thank God for giving me that gift. So this is keeping me on point and fresh and sharp with my writing. So I'm just going to go ahead and start reading the blog. You guys probably didn't get a chance because last, like I said, I did it last minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did it last minute. Did this blog last minute. So it's called The Pain of Alignment. All right. So. Um, let's see, let me start reading. Uh, nobody tells you that saying yes to the will of God will cause so much pain. Aligning oneself to the creator, although painful, has its rewards. You know, sometimes, um, you know, the reason why it's so hard to say yes is because there's, there's this pressure 
uh, to change. There's um, things that we have to, to, to go through and things that we have to change that we've adopted all of our lives. You know, we've used to living, you know, a certain way. We're used to thinking uh, the same, you know, a certain way, maneuvering a certain way. So uh, saying yes to God comes with some interruptions. It comes with um, some different di directions, you know, that we only can depend on God for. So let me go ahead and read. Uh, you all will never believe that my teeth was responsible for this week blog subject. Listen, I got inspiration from this blog because of my teeth. And I'm talking funny, you know, right now, if you if you, you can pick it up or I have a like a slight lisp <laughs> right now, but um, I'll tell you why in a minute. I love how God uses the uses the littlest things to teach your life, to teach you life lessons or aid you in the direction that he would like for you to go. Um, it's good to be sensitive in God. Um, because you learn little life lessons as, you know, you go through life, you live life. Um, God loves to teach his people in the little small things because that lets him know that you're seeking him. And that lets him know that you are um, really attentive, you know, to his voice. You know, so I love when he, he teaches me life lessons in the littlest things. So today's lesson is tied into me getting invisible braces. So that's why I, you know, my mouth might be moving a little weird. I'm talking a little weird because I have invisible braces. And let me tell you how getting these things preached. It preached. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to go ahead and get into it. I have been wanting to get clear aligners or braces ever since God directed me to do so. When I first heard God telling me to get them, I thought it was such an odd and vain request. Let me tell you, I thought when I heard it, I'm like, this must be coming from me, you know, but I heard it and I'm like, well, why, you know, my teeth, I didn't think it was too much of a problem with my teeth, but apparently <laughs> God told me to do it. And I'll tell you why he told me to do it. I'm like, why are you tell God, why are you telling me to get my teeth, teeth fixed? So that's why I never dismissed the little directions that God gave me. Never. I'm not just because it may sound silly to the human mind. You know, God has intentions behind it. And then I'm going to go ahead and read why it's going to listen. It's going to blow your mind. <laughs> he has intentions behind it. You know, um, I have been wanting to get clear liners or braces ever since God directed me to do so. When I first heard God telling me to get them, I thought it was such an odd and vain request. It was about maybe five years ago. God told me to straighten my teeth. I was in a position to get them at the time due to the benefits at my job, but I had other dental issues that had to be taken care of first before I got them. So I had other issues to go on, you know, going on with like gums and all of that other stuff that was going on. I had to get taken care of, which thank God that I was more proactive in that because then that helped me, you know, with that. So the day finally came where I decided that I was going to get, get them five years later. I finally broke down and said, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and get it. I didn't know why I felt the urgent need to do it now, 
but I remembered what God was telling me about my teeth. So I still felt that urgency, but it was more so now than ever, like get it now or you, you, you just not going to do it, you know? So I just kept feeling that, um, that pressure to get it. Um, I went in for an appointment, got fitted and was eagerly waiting to start on my journey of aligned teeth. Bear with me. I'm going somewhere, guys. I'm going somewhere with the story. So if you're bored, it's going somewhere. It's going to hit. Okay. <laughs> my aligners finally arrived with so much anticipation and hope that I did a dance when they arrived. I was eager to start on my journey of aligning my teeth. I opened them up, did as the instructions stated, and put those bad boys on. Listen, I put them on fast. I was like, let's go ahead and get this process started. I then immediately want to take them off. So as soon as I put them on, I wanted to take them off because they were hurting me. They were hurting so bad. I never felt so much pressure on my teeth before. And I was like, this can't be right. How somebody, how they expect somebody to keep these things on? you know, all, all day, you know, or whatever. So I immediately wanted to take these bad boys off. Like the first night I could barely sleep, you know, cause they were so uncomfortable. Um, but wait, these were what I've been waiting for. This is the process that I said yes to. So I hope y'all kind of clicking, you know, where I'm going to. This is the process that I said yes to. I understood that but I understood that, but there was one thing. I didn't want to go through the process. So I said yes <laughs> to this process, but when the process started, I, I don't wanna do it no more. So what all I'm saying and what all I'm reading, keep this in mind, y'all. So wait, I have, these, I have to have these things in my mouth 22 hours a day. I can take them off, but I have to brush and floss after everything I put in my mouth. These things require so much more discipline than I was ready to commit to. I think y'all know where I'm going. I said yes and read, you know, the process. Maybe that was intent, but I don't know what the, where the disconnect was. You know, I didn't know what in my mind... I thought that this process was going to go. I didn't, I don't know what I was thinking. You know, I think I, my eye was towards uh, the end result. And, you know, if anyone has ever gotten a prophetic word from God, you know, it's like that is the end after the process of where he takes you. So, and I'm kind of just adding this in and I might be reading ahead. But when God shows and reveals like uh, something to you, a prophetic word to you, you know, you get happy and joyous, you know, because this is the intended end, you know, for whatever that is. That is the intended end. But there's a process. There is instructions. You know, there sometimes are stipulations to that coming to pass. And once it starts rolling, because we said yes to the prophecy. Now, here comes all this stuff. Then it's like, OK, I got prophesied too wrong. <laughs> that ain't what this is. But when when our actuality, you're enduring the process that's attached to the word that God has, has spoken over your life. All right. So let me go ahead <laughs> and keep on reading. Um, 
So these things require so much more discipline than I was ready to commit to. So like I said, we rejoice over the prophecy, but then you you now are realizing it takes discipline. Your process takes discipline. I was used to doing what I wanted when I wanted. See, when you get a word from God, you have to follow his instructions. You can't do what you want when you want. You got to do things according to what he says. You have to do things according to the directions that he gives you. It requires a total obedience. All right. It requires a total obedience. Um, I was also not looking forward to experiencing the pain that came few days out of the week. <laughs> From the pressure of the new aligner trays on my teeth. When I got these, I was just like, okay, you know, it's, it's, it feels fine now, but I have to change them later on in the week and I have to go through pressure again. I have to go through pain again. You know, and I'm a, a, a like I said, aligners, this is all tying in together. So y'all stay with me. I also couldn't really eat what I wanted because the pressure made my teeth sensitive. Lord, what did I sign up for? What did I say yes to? Some of you may be in that process right now where, you know, things are kind of turning a certain way and 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 you and now you are realizing that this thing requires work. This thing that God has promised over your life requires work now. It requires me to give up things. It requires me, you know, to to sacrifice some things. It requires me to get up early change my eating habit habits. And then now that you know that you have to do that, now you're saying, what did I sign up for? What exactly did I say yes to? You know, I can imagine that when I, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, what did I say yes to? I don't know why right now I'm just thinking about marriage. You know, um, there are a lot of people that are in a rush to get married, but you have to realize <laughs> And know what you're saying yes to. Do you know what is attached to that ring, that promise, that proposition, you know, that that man is offering you? I was going to do a live, but I said, you know, that was kind of in my flesh. I was going to do a live. Um, I don't know if I want to get off subject right now um, because I was just seeing so many um, videos with women proposing to men. I am opposed to it. Yes, it is their business. Yes, they can do what they want to do. But I feel like me being, you know, um, a believer of the Bible, that it is not biblical for a woman. You think about the word propose, propositioning. It is not for a woman to proposition, you know, a man for something of that commitment that requires that he be the head. And God, he's the head of the household. So that means God gives him directions and that, you know, he, he, then he propositions you with what the plan that he's given him. All right. <laughs> so sometimes we use words and throw them out so loosely propose. That's a proposition. You know, women don't, uh, -uh mm -mm. you should never proposition a man for marriage. That's what propose means. You're propositioning him. That means you have a plan. That means, so if you proposition him an engagement, you're going to proposition everything that goes in that household. You can't propose 
and then expect him to go ahead and lead along the way because you made you the one that laid out the plan. So that means you have to carry out everything. So again, I got off subject, but I had to get, let that off of my chest that make it help somebody that may be deciding to do that. Know what that means. That is out of the order of what God has in place. All right. So what did I say yes to? You have to really embrace what are you saying yes to and understand what comes with that yes. And it comes with discipline and it comes with pressure in different seasons. You're going to be pressured. You know, you're going to feel pressure. And what pressure does is always good for refinement. It's always good to, to pressurize something because then it makes it stronger you know, so it's always good, you know, when God does apply a pressure to your life because it's causing change. You know, that's why he's the potter. We are the clay. We get touched on all the time. Some of us don't want to and we resist it, but that's what that is. You know, it's pressure. God then answered me and asked, didn't you pray to help? Didn't you pray to me to help you become more disciplined? Yes, God, I did. Like, look, this was a daily prayer for a long time. God helped me to be disciplined. I need help being disciplined with um, eating. I need help being disciplined getting up, um, you know, in some mornings or, you know, um, let, let, you know, praying, you know, at times that you tell me pray and I'm really tired. You know, I need discipline. So God then asked, didn't you say yes to aligning to my will and not your own? Yes, God, I did. So when I said yes to my call to, uh, minister the gospel gospel to speak and empower his people you know i i wanted to align myself you know so let me go ahead and continue reading <laughs> getting these braces is teaching me and preparing me in ways that i never imagined it's funny how god uses the most simplest things to answer the most deepest prayer i'm gonna quote that you know, I like putting my quotes in Instagram. I'm going to quote that. It's funny how God uses the most simplest things to answer the most deepest prayer. Listen, God, you, you got to be in tune. You got to, that's why you have to be sensitive, you know, to the presence of God. You have to be sensitive, you know, to him. Because he used the littlest things. When I tell you, and I've said this many times, that nature preaches. Nature preaches. If you just take time to sit outside, go to the park, you know, even sit by an ocean water, you know, you will hear God minister to you. You will hear God, you know, just even just how birds fly. I mean, I'm telling you, it's wonderful. If you have faith, you know, that he's speaking to you in that way. Um. I've been praying for discipline with my eating now. Hey, Tuesday. <laughs> I've been praying for discipline with my eating. Now I'm more mindful in what I eat. And I'm definitely not about to eat 50 million times a day and brush my teeth 50 million times a day. Three times is enough. When I tell you this has uh, allowed me to think about mindless eating because I have something in my mouth. I have a guard basically in my mouth that's reminding me you can't put food in there because <laughs> you got to take this out first and but if you take this out first just know what you have to do to get get your teeth back right 
after like so it's it's allowing me to judge is this candy worth it is this you know snack or dessert is it worth it for me to do all of this so it's having me think and that goes so much deeper is anything outside of the will of god worth it you know for you to mess up your process and aligning yourself to the will of god you know i didn't even that's the holy ghost right there you know is it worth it are those distractions worth it you know are those little things you know sometimes it will cause you to compromise i almost did it yesterday i left these out longer than i probably should have um but you know my desire for those things that weren't too too good for me was weighing heavy so now me maybe backtracking you know a day of my progress is it worth it then that means i got to have these things in longer you know so sometimes we have to weigh you know is it worth it you know that to get it off track to get is it worth it for you to be out of alignment you know even if it's for a second even if it's for a day you know um most of the times when you feel yourself going out of alignment of god you feel it if you've really been going on a good track of doing what god says hey sister <laughs> if you've really been on a good track of following what god says following instructions and then let's say this one day you like forget it you gonna feel it you gonna feel it and it, and it kind of sets you back a little bit and then now you have to work up you know that momentum you know that you had you know i i spoke about that a while ago you know i did a video on youtube but what was it last year talking about momentum that god wants to give us momentum and so even in our discipline he wants to give us momentum <laughs> you know to be more disciplined so once you get it then nobody nothing can stop a train that's what he showed me just a train picking up and it's hard to stop you know a train that's why cars shouldn't go past a train track because the train ain't gonna stop on time so <laughs> so let me see so i'm saying all of this because some of you have said yes to god's will the events that are now happening in your life appears that god is not moving or it seems that things are getting worse your friends may be exiting exiting your life your money may be getting funny you may be getting laid off of your job, your car broke down, a family member has passed, etc., etc., etc. The pain seems to never stop. Yes, help Lord help from self-sabotage. We do it. We can do it. <laughs> we can sabotage, you know. Uh we know we're looking for an intended um God showed us you know prophecy he showed us what what comes after this process but then we're like well maybe it don't require all of that maybe i can you know kind of get away from the instructions a little bit then you get used to it then you get sucked in and you know what i mean then you messing it up you messing yourself up and you 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 know don't set yourself up um the pain seems to never stop sometimes you know, a uh, guy gonna get me, but sometimes I tell him, stop touching me. <laughs> stop touching me because when God touches me, it's always to me so uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable and sometimes it's painful. When I tell you how God touches me, um, 
It's in a prophetic manner. And I something I just don't like it, you know, sometimes. So even with me having to go through this process with my teeth, it's not a vain thing. He's teaching me discipline in this. <laughs> He's teaching me discipline and also revealing what different stages of this walk is, is going to feel like. This isn't the only time in this stage of my life and in this stage of all of you guys' life that you're going to experience pressure for the promise. You're going to always, it, it, it's a press. You're going to always feel a press. It's not going to go, it's not, you're not going to stop feeling pressure with these stages as long as you're on this earth. It's going to continue. <laughs> you know, as long as God is the potter, you know, you are the clay. Like I said, you're going to always feel some kind of pressure Um, because we will never arrive. You know, we're never going to arrive while we're here. This flesh is flawed. This flesh is nasty. This flesh is dirty. This flesh is um, it's just it's just not good. So, you know. Uh, the pain seems to never stop. Could it be that pressure and pain is from God aligning your life to his will? So what may seem like, God, what are you doing? God, why are you feeling like you, you know, why do I feel like you're trying to kill me? You know, and that's what Job felt, you know, though he slay me, yet will I trust him? Because that's what it feel like. <laughs> it feel like God is trying to slay you. It feels like God is trying to kill you, you know, sometimes. And really, it's not. It's, I mean, your flesh is dying, but your spirituality is going to a whole new level. So he has to kill that flesh. You, We got to kill, learn how to kill that flesh. You know, so Joe was feeling like he did something wrong. His friends was even convincing him that he did something wrong. Like, God just don't do that. You had to do something. <laughs> you had to do something. But Job was getting prepared. Like Job had everything. Job had the family. He had money. You know, he had everything there. And all he did was doing sacrifices. But at the same time, obedience is better than sacrifice. But him doing those sacrifices, you know, when you get so common with giving God, maybe in one season that was what was required, but you not being able to detect what he wants today. You know, now he got to shake it up. Now he got to switch it up. He got to, he has to switch it up on you now. So that's why we have to go through these seasons. We have to go through these pressures. We have to go, you know, through those disciplines. All right. So the pain seems to never stop. Like I said, we going to connect that with Brother Job. All right. <laughs> Could it be that pressure and pain is from God aligning your life to his will? Every season, like my aligner trays, applies pressure and pain. The good news is that the pain and pressure is only temporary and the process will soon be over. So, you know, there's going to be in a walk with God and going through the process. There are always going to be highs and then there's always going to be lows. Um, but we know God is the same forever and always. He's going to always be constant. So when we focus on an unchangeable God, a constant God, a faithful God, the changes that we go through, he helps us with. You know, he helps us flow with the changes. He gives us strength, you know, when we feel like, you know, when we're feeling those pressures in the season. 
um, he rejoices with us when we have peace and we have joy, you know? So the thing is that amidst of what you go through during these changes, you have God, you know, I'm always going to lift God up because God is the prize. You know, God is the ultimate prize. I love it. He is the prize. He's the prize. Nothing could equate to it. He is the prize. So no matter what you're going through, just know you have an unchangeable God, a matchless God. There is no God like him. All right. So um, it's temporary. The process will be over soon. So I have four months to get it right. Four months to experience a little pain. Four months of sticking to a new routine to ultimately get to my specific goal. You know, what is four months? What is four months to a lifetime of change? You know, a, a needed change. So, you know, my teeth might have been crooked. It takes me four months, you know, to, to solve that. So we we necessarily don't know how long. God don't never give us a time limit. He never tells us when our test is over. But it's minimal compared to why he's doing that. You know, he's preparing you to, to minister maybe to a thousand people, you know, to a life-changing um, assignment. And you have to go through maybe a year, two years to get prepared for what he has. You know, that's worth it. Weigh it weigh it god's plan and ending is 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 just amazing and why and and we only know it in hindsight but you know i admonish you guys to just keep that in mind that you know when it's over when that that particular process is over just know that it's a reward attached all right so um, you know, and even amidst that, even like I said, four months to get it right, four months to experience a little pain, four months of sticking to a new routine to ultimately get to my specific goal. There's also joy in the process as well. Like I said, it's something, it's a joy with God being there with you, you know? So, you know how some people say, enjoy the journey. That's what that, that's what that's coming from. So I have a 3D image of what my future teeth will look like. That is equivalent to the prophecy that God has over yours. So I got an image on what my teeth will look like after this process. You know, it showed even the movement, you know, of the teeth. I saw it all, <laughs> the movement of what this will look like at the end. And also when it's done, I have to have a retainer. So I have to maintain that shape. You know, I have I have to wear it maybe every night and then after a while I wear it every other night. But it maintains all the hard work that I've done. So, you know, at the same time, you know, there is also maintenance after that change. Are you going to go back to the things that you used to do? Or are you going to continue to stay in your word? You know, continue like don't don't what what boggles me is that when people go through their process and they get to where God wants them to go, they go back to old, old habits. You can't go back to old habits once you've been through that process. After you go through that process, you've adopted something that will retain you. You've been in your word, you know, every night you've, you've uh, learned to pray in the morning or whatever God has told you to do. 
when that promise comes or when God gives you what, that doesn't mean that you slack from that. That's the retainer. <laughs> That's retaining your work that you did in the process. That's going to retain you. That's going to keep things in shape. All right. That was Holy Ghost because I wasn't going to talk about the retainer because I didn't understand how that was going to tie in, but he tied it in just now. Thank you, God. Um, so, you know, your prophecy, that is your image. You know, I'm pretty sure anything that God has promised you, he's given you an, I mean, he's given you an image, you know, through, um, you know, a man of God, or, you know, like I said, even, um, he's eternal. What time is to him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is time to him? Yeah. What is time? You know, we worry about, and that's another thing. And I think that is the problem with the, the picture that he shows us. Um, it's that conflict with doing it where we feel like we're able to do something. So with age, you know, I always talk about age. God may have told you in your 30s that you were going to evangelize or whatever. And now here you are. 70 years old, maybe 75, maybe even 50. And now you encountered yourself out, but God didn't tell you the time, you know, to do so. That doesn't make you less effective. You know, that doesn't make you less equipped. You know, that doesn't make you late. You know, you're right on time. You're right on time because you have to learn stuff. You have to get to a point that, that will make you stronger, you know, get to to do things that will make you stronger. Like I said, in hindsight, when you get to that point, you, you'll thank God. But you know, that's the thing. I think that's the enemy with prophecy is our time, you know, and our time limits and our plans and, and things that we want to do. <laughs> that's the enemy to God's word is our time. That's a quote. <laughs> prophecy you know, um, our time is an enemy to God's word, you know, because we're racing against time. We wanted to do it. We have to do it here and, and here. But he just gave us a word. Our responsibility is just to, to, to do what he tells us to do each day. Our daily bread depend on what I give you every day. Give us this day our daily bread. That means I'm going to be content in what you give me until the next day. I'm going to be content into these uh, list of instructions until the next day, until, until whatever, the next week, the next month, you know, be obedient in this. And then I'll give you another task. And it's all going to tie in. It's all going to work together because you love me. And I called you scripture. <laughs> so we have to, I th and I just, you know, just feel, and, and I just feel bad. Like that makes me sad when, you know, people don't, um, when there's no faith in what God has spoken and then we turn on the person that did speak it. That person ain't got nothing to do with what God said. <laughs> that person ain't got nothing to do with what God said. Like I said, that person is the mailman. Yes. Sarah and Abraham. God said that word, even with Sarah. You know, she laughed when the when when the angel said, hey, or when God said, what was that the angels or was that God? That was God. No, that was God. 
God told Sarah, you're going to have a child. And she's in there laughing. He's like, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? You just think this thing is so impossible when I'm a, I'm a possible God. I'm an able God. I do whatever I want to. I created you. So if I told you a baby was going to come out of that body, you're going to have strength enough to deliver that baby. You're going to live long enough to raise that baby. You know, so... You know what I'm saying? Like we put limit on God. We put limit on him giving us strength for things. Not strength that what we want to do, but he's going to equip us. You know, so prophecies are supposed to set up to look like what doesn't look like right now. You know, it's set up that way. Because if you heard a prophecy and you can do it yourself, what you need God for? What do you need God for if you heard a prophecy and you can do it yourself? You got it all planned out. You got it all mapped out. What you need God for? Because then at that point, at that point, he becomes a genie. At that point, you just, all you have to do is have your hands out. Nope, that's not how this thing is set up. That's not how this thing is set up. Because what he tells us is always for somebody else. Prophecy is never for ourselves. It's for somebody else. It's a process. It's a work. It's an assignment that we have to do for somebody else. It's not about us. It's not about us. This is the work. The prophecy is what has to be done to a vessel that he chooses. And it ain't nothing of our own accord on why he chooses to use us. All right. <laughs> nothing of our own accord. And we want to fuss and saying this is this is not true when the prophecy ain't got nothing to do with us. Can we take that perspective? It ain't got nothing to do with us. <laughs> so if we take that in mind, that God, you are preparing me for your people. I think we will stop getting a little, stop being a little mad or and stop being a little anxious. We 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 will, you know, and especially if we love people. Like really love them, not just say it, but really love them. That we, we we will want to be prepared, you know. So it's not for us. And yes, that that doesn't mean that we don't benefit. My thing is with prophecy. I think we chase more of the bonuses and the benefits than we do the intended purpose of it. You know, God is more than a bonus. You can give our bonus like at your job. You get a bonus. You know, you work the paycheck, but then you get a bonus. That's kind of crazy trying to just only be be somewhere because you get a bonus. So, like you're only worshiping God because he gives he gives out bonuses. That gets old real quick because guess what? You get that bonus, you used to getting them bonuses, and then you're going to want more. You're going to want bigger. You're going to want better. It's it's just never going to end and you want big and better without changing. Without changing, <laughs> no, uh, no transformation is taking place. God is not going to keep giving us stuff and no transformation is going to take place. I bet you that you can take that to the bank. <laughs> He's not going to keep on doing stuff and no transformation is taking place for his people. We're not being transformed to go out there and serve and plow. He's not going to keep on giving us stuff. Giving us bonus. You living off the bonuses. 
Those aren't bonuses. Car, house, whatever is bonuses, not to be worshipped. All right, I'm on my my <laughs> my soapbox. I'm sorry. It's humbling when we truly realize he chooses to use that. I mean, come on. Because it's not of our own good. It is truly humbling Tuesday. Like, it humbles me. Because it's like, who am I? Who am I for you to want to use so mightily to speak through? For you, for me to hear, you know, for me to hear his heart. He don't have to show me that side of him. He don't have to show me mysteries. He don't have to tell me anything. You know, he don't have to give me insight on what's going on. But because I care, because I care about people, he's going to tell me because he know I'm going to blow the whistle. <laughs> That's my favorite song, by the way. <laughs> he's He know I'm going to blow the whistle. He knows I'm going to help get his people prepared. You know, he knows I'm just going to give them that word that's going to give them a heads up. You know, so my encouragement is to continue. My encouragement for you is to continue the process. Aligning to the will of God is not easy. So that's pretty much what this live is. It's just to forewarn you that when you do say yes to God. Just kind of brace yourself for the pressure. Brace yourself for the pain. You know, it's good pain. This is like when you exercise and you're strengthening your muscles. And sometimes you all, you do know when you do exercise your muscles, there's little rips that happens with your muscles. But that's natural. That's not like something is wrong or that you're injuring yourself. It's just giving room for it to expand. And God has to put little cuts in our spiritual muscles, in our faith, you know, and when we, the more we work our faith, the more it gets like it's expanding. So then now we have these little cuts. I don't know. That's how I was just thinking about it. So lying to the will of God is not easy. Endure the pain and endure the pressure. That's what I want to say in this season, because there's so much that's going to happen. There's so, listen, y'all, we ain't seen it. We ain't seen it all. <laughs> we ain't seen it all. You know, there's so much that is coming in this season. You know, we have to endure the pain and endure the pressure because he's readying, readying us for the new thing. You know, the usual is not going to do. The usual is not going to cut the mustard. You know, the usual is not acceptable. And this is what he's orchestrating. You know, we have to endure the pain and endure the pressure and know that there's something on the other side. There is an expected end. You know, that's why, you know, with the, the Jeremiah uh, scripture, you know, I always say it, you know, my plans for you, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, you know, it's not to harm you. I have an expected end. He's saying that, you know, God is saying that because it's going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt, but guess what? It's a reason for this. It's an ending to this. It's an expected end. That means this thing is calculated. I, I designed this. You know, God works backwards. He works from the end into the beginning. He knows. He knows what it requires for your flesh <laughs> to submit. He knows what it requires for your mind and your actions to get in line. He knows. He 
knows. I take take comfort that God knows. I take comfort that God knows me from the inside out. There's nothing on my body. He knows the the number of hairs on my head. There's nothing on my body that he don't know about. There's nothing in my thoughts that he don't know about. There's nothing, you know, there's no worries that he doesn't know about. You know, there's nothing in my insecurities or anything that he does not know about. He knows everything. He knows your deepest heart's desires, even the things that you are really not aware of yet, but it's in your heart. You know, like I said, that's why he always reads the heart. All right. (laughs) Oh, before I forget, that was the end of the vlog, guys. So I pray that it blessed you. Um, Pray that it encouraged you. You may be going through some discomfort right now. So I, I pray that this allowed you to press a little, you know, forward a little more. But also, this is the um, announcement. I forgot to do it in the recording I did last week. You know, this isn't the recording because obviously I, I, you know, replied to you guys. Um, What I want to do, and God was convicting me because I was going to skip this Wednesday. But what God wants me to do is to have prayer every Wednesday um, for the month of September. So the first one will be sec- the second and it's at um, nine o'clock, 9 p.m. I mean, I pray, God says September every Wednesday at 9 p.m. And 9 p.m. specifically is because of the watch that is in. This is where, you know, the enemy just starts to plan stuff. But before they go out and from 12 to three to go and execute and do things, because there's a lot of stuff coming and. I'm realizing how much power it is in um, in, when he gives you a certain level of authority, you know, that you have in the spirit that that when you speak something, it will happen. I did a live. You guys can go back after this video and catch it. I did a live, just a short one I did during lunch um, about having power in prayer, you know, having power in prayer. Oh, and just in this. with the prayer that I'm having, I'm going to register. I'm not going to do it live on here because there are some things that you just can't have, you know, on here, you know, for everybody. So I'm just going to have a, a Zoom and I'm going to have people register because I need to know who be who's going to be in that room. Because <laughs> when you're in prayer like that, you know, you're touching and you're agreeing, you know. So I need to know, you know, in this level, you know, where I'm at that I need to know who's in, <laughs> who's in this room. <laughs> but anyway... You know, I did a live, you guys, like I said, could go back and watch it. I put it on YouTube too, um, that about, you know, Hurricane Ida, you know, hit on Sunday and it was such, um, yes, Tuesday wisdom. Cause listen, I know, I know, <laughs> Hey, you know, I'll get, you know, be, be maybe on that, but some things, you know, just don't have to be out there you know, all the time. But uh, this one, he just wanted me to keep enclosed and a a little private. But um, yeah, so Hurricane Ida was Sunday. And when I tell you this was such a heavy burden for me to pray about the storm um, since Friday. And, you know, one of my friends, he sent me you know, what's on the news. So I don't really watch the news, but he sent it to me, which was convicting to me because God showed me Louisiana last week. And I didn't 
narrow it down to say, why are you showing me Louisiana? You know, so I was convicted and I um, repented, you know, for that. You know, God, next time I'm just going to learn to dig, you know, and that's part of the training, y'all. So uh, I was praying. I couldn't I couldn't pray about anything else. This was such a heavy burden for me. And I prayed and prayed and prayed. And, you know, I mean, I prayed maybe about like five or 10 minutes. But then I kept saying, you know, God, send contrary winds. And I saw it in the spirit. I saw the hurricane, if I can do the picture. And then I seen like God just kind of like cutting that in half, like changing the intensity, a change in the direction. And I kept saying contrary winds. I don't talk like that. I don't say I don't hardly use contrary. You know, I don't use that word. <laughs> so I was like, what do contrary mean? I don't know, but I'm saying it in a prayer, which basically contrary is to do the opposite. So to know that when that article, my friend sent me an article today, to know that that storm cut off, you know, stopped the river from flowing, that was going to cause massive damage. You know, to to that hurricane, let me tell you, that hurricane was demonic. That hurricane wanted to destroy, wanted to, I'm telling you, that hurricane wanted to do some things. Wanted to kill a lot of people, wanted to destroy a bunch of stuff. But I thank God and I even looked, you know, after I prayed and on that, that Sunday that I see it was intercessors praying. It was other prophetic voices praying. And I so believe that that helped change the trajectory of that storm. That's not the only storm. There's going to be more and there's a lot more coming. So that's why with this month, because I believe October, October and and the months that are coming, we got to pray. So September is kind of my way of getting people together and intervene. Um, you know, we're all affected. I don't care if you don't live in that state, if you don't live in that country, we're all affected. We, we eat food, right? We wear clothes. <laughs> we have businesses. Where do you think this stuff come from? We put gas in our cars. You know, we, we, we have banks. We have bank accounts. Everything ties in together. So when God gives us a burden like that and he tells us you have authority, because my thing was at first I was hesitant about praying because sometimes the enemy will have you believe that you don't have power in the spirit. He has you tricked that you don't have power. Like what you going to do? You know, what's your little prayers <laughs> going to do? Like you ain't even, you know, you don't even sound right. You This is what the enemy be playing in your head. But all you got to do is whisper. That's what some of y'all have authority to do. All you have to do is whisper, say a sentence, and it's done in the spirit. We have to know what kind of authority and how weighty our authority is in the spirit. We have to know that when God gives you that authority, he'll tell you when you have it. Because I didn't know. I was in another storm before. Yep, unified effort is needed. Yep, all around the world. No more me. That Tuesday, come on. And I don't know how many confirmation I have heard about, you know, this being a me society. I, 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 me, mine. That's what it is right now with self-idolatry. Idolizing ourselves. 
that's what it is. What about mine? And what about this? Not knowing that these world events and this stuff going on, it's affecting everything. <laughs> so yes, we have to stand united in the spirit, definitely. And y'all, I, I, I mean, God had already had told me, even with the songs of my emotions, that's why I added ministries to the end. Um, he just told me it's stop, it's time to stop waiting, like putting your feet in the water. It's time to jump in. It's time to get into that deep place. So check, you know, all bars and all stuff is off. All restrictions is off. You know, I was hesitant in having prayer, but guess what? God said, you, you have to do it. You have to lead it. There's people watching you. There's people that need to hear from you. There's people that need you to lead. You know, and that's for some of y'all. Replay, watching now. People need you to lead. <laughs> Billy, people need you to lead. <laughs> Tuesday, people need you to lead. <laughs> we have to lead. There are people... God is calling people, a lot of people to come and lead, you know, because they have, they have his heart. They have his heart and they have to lead. All right. So I'm not going to prolong you guys any longer. I have to cook some food and, and everything. And I don't want to hold you guys up. I did start late. So I pray that this blessed you. Um, let me go to my little outros here. Um, so let's see, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You know, you get notifications. If you hit the little bell, um, the Psalms of my emotions ministries, um, you can follow me on Instagram at Rolinda C McCoy. You can also email me at Rolinda McCoy at the pfme.com. Um, and also this does get loaded to podcast so you can subscribe i do have the podcast on my website as well the pfme.com um it's on most platforms if you just put the psalms of my emotions in the uh search bar it should pop up i think even if you put like the psalms of it automatically pops up because i don't think nobody has that that uh title um and then also like i said i told god i was gonna push this book another one is coming y'all wait uh, uh, push this book because it was so life changing. Um, I got testimonies. There are reviews on Amazon.com. Reviews is everything. So even if you guys have purchased my book before, please leave a review. Please leave a review. People look at review. I look at reviews, but please look at review if it leave a review if it has impacted your life in any way. So you can purchase Songs of My Emotions book. This is what it looks like. My face on here. Um on amazon.com and i think it's on barnes and noble sometimes it'll still be popping up it's what it looks like it looks like a bag <laughs> and you can also get a preview i think you can get it on kindle too like electronically too so if you don't like paper then that'll work for you so i thank you guys for tuning in once again, and I'll give the notifications in this everything in the group. Um, I'm trying to figure out a way how to do it privately to start a private group. But I'm going to let you guys know um, how to register for the Zoom and everything. Um, I'm going to start a registration. I'm gonna, Maybe I'll try to do it tonight. But so I'm excited. You know, those that are going to pray for me, pray for me, please. 
<laughs> and you know, I'm just going to go ahead and let you guys enjoy your night. You guys have a good day. Bye-bye.